Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Taylor Quinn, and today I'm joined by my producer, Karis Lay, and my co-host, Kalani De Luna, and later, Andre Pacias will be joining us. We've got a fun show planned for y'all today where we'll talk about Texas State athletics, and we'll also get into some NBA talk as the season just started last night. But before we get started, let's throw it to Kalani for a word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Sports Bar oh, and Sports Bar is the sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located northbound Frontage Road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos. Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eat, drinks, scenic views. Thank you, Kalani. To get us started, let's get into some Texas State football. The Bobcats are coming off of bye week and are preparing for their homecoming game against Troy on Saturday. Now, this is a very important game for the Bobcats because they're in a three-way tie right now with Troy and South Alabama for the top spot in the Sunbelt West Division. Texas State is one game away from bull eligibility, and Troy right now is currently on a four-game winning streak. Um, Texas State is ranked first in scoring offense, touchdowns scored, but Troy is one of the conference's best defense, so this game is definitely going to be a battle. What do y'all think about this matchup? I definitely think, like you said, this is... Texas State's offense is great, but I definitely feel like this is going to be another game where this is going to come down to like defense and defense. As you said, Like they're number one, so this is going to be a good game. I feel like Texas State's gonna come on top by either one or two touchdowns. Like I it's it's gonna be a close game. Like I don't know, but I feel like it's gonna be a different environment with the fans being homecoming weekend mm-hmm. and alumni and I feel like this is definitely gonna open eyes the the alumni's eyes a lot. So a game to watch for sure. Yeah, I I think that like being top in the Sunbelt conference for offense is a huge accomplishment for Texas State because it's something that we haven't personally seen in a long time. I mean, TJ Finley, Ismail Mondi, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Damar's good. They're all good players and they're making statements for Texas State and this football program. And I I mean, I agree with Kehlani. I think it's going to be a very, very close game, like the one-point game that we won that Texas State won two weeks ago. Like, I think it's going to be that close. Um because of what is what is at stake, um, and it's homecoming weekend, so it's going to be really exciting as well. I mean, according to ESPN, Troy is has a sixty seven point two percent win prediction, and Texas State sits at thirty two point eight percent, which is kind of scary <laughs> coming from like ESPN predictor. But I mean, like I think that they're going to fight hard and play hard as well. So. I'm just excited for it. I think a big reason for that percentage is because the Bobcats have lost 11 games straight to Troy. So <laughs> yeah. 11 games. I think it's definitely time for the Bobcats to change that. They have three home games in a row coming up, and we've seen how well they've done at home so far playing in Bobcat Stadium. And just looking at it, Texas State is one of the national leaders in scoring offense, sitting at number 11 You know, on the same list as schools like LSU, Oregon, and USC. So I think their offense will definitely produce, but their defense is really what 
what's what's going to be important in this game. And I know, like, two weeks ago, like, post-game interview, um, DJ Kenny was talking about how, like, Ishmael Mahdi was not, like, 100%, like, that game. So, uh, hopefully, like, these bi- this bye week, like, everybody's, like, recovered and, like, you know, fully fresh, ready to go in and, like, do this battle. Because, obviously, we know he's a big offensive scorer, exactly. so... We'll see. But I also want to talk about TJ Finley being named to the 2023 Manning Award watch list. I mean, that is insane. I'm so happy for him. His first season as a Bobcat, he's thrown for 1,941 yards, a 68.9 completion percentage. What do you guys think about the recognition this team is getting? Because we see Coach Kinney on the watch list. Attendance is up at Bobcat Stadium. What What do you think about this recognition? I think it's very memorable, to say the least. I, like I said, like a, they are making a statement for Texas State and putting the football program back up there after so long of not being able to be at the top like this before. I think it's really exciting for the students. It's really exciting for the alumni, for the team, for the coach. I think it, it's all like putting Texas State back on the map. Like, that's the whole point of taking back Texas, like their motto. They want to take back Texas. They want to put their name in the Texas map. They want to be just as good as Baylor or A&M or UT. I I mean, that's what they are doing. That is what they're striving for. And I think they're doing a really good job at it, considering that they are making these watch lists and uh, making these accomplishments. Like, let's be honest. We know that Deion Sanders and, like, GJ were – we're the only ones that it's really just turning around a whole like football program, which is crazy. And that's crazy to do over in like what a year, not even a year, like five yeah. months, four months. Like, I don't know. It's just, as we said, great recognition. And it's only this. it's only going to start off from here, you know? Yeah, hopefully only getting better from here. And again, the Bobcats will be taking on Troy on Saturday, and they will be wearing the the throwback Southwest Texas uniforms. That's so, so fun. Looking I'm forward so excited. To that. <laughs> yes, for sure. Now, let's get into another Texas State sport. Let's move on to Texas State volleyball. The Bobcats got two huge conference wins over South Alabama on the weekend. Coach Head coach Sean Hewitt got his 50th career conference win. The Bobcats broke South Alabama's perfect conference record. And now they sit just behind them in the Sunbelt West Division. How crucial was it for Texas State to win these two matchups? Um, I mean, these matches were just amazing to watch as an ex-volleyball player and just as a fan. Um, I mean... Night one, the Bobcats won three to zero in sets. Mm-hmm. They they sweep um, South Alabama, and I mean, against a team that has that hasn't lost a conference play, and overall, they only lost to Auburn, Florida A and M, Georgia Tech, and now Texas State gets to add their name to that list. It's an awesome win, and is um, something that like that was very important to win as well it shows that the Bobcats can compete under pressure even against these big teams like we they won against U of H like it these big teams don't um hold back they don't hold back they it doesn't scare the Texas State volleyball team um and you know also like Jade DeFree and uh, Ryan Torres Jade DeFree hit her career high of nine blocks on Saturday's game and is announced um, Sunbelt Conference Defensive Player of the Week. And then Ryan Torres won her second time uh, named Sunbelt Conference uh, Setter of the Week. So 
she won it twice now already like the first one being like week one week two of the season so I mean these girls are really pushing pushing it to the limits they're making sure that they can go back to Sunbelt Conference and possibly win it again I know we always talk about like this is a young squad like on like the volleyball team and yes like they are there's ups and downs like the game on Friday night like there was just a bunch of like errors but they cleaned it up in like the second like third match which I think got it together and for sure Saturday was definitely just a, a great block party to be at and I'm excited to see where the rest of their season goes. Yeah I think going into this match against the Jaguars the Bobcats knew they were going to be tested but coming up now, they're going to be playing Arkansas State. And after that, they're going to be playing against Troy. And Troy will be another really important important set of matches because they're top in the West Division right now. And then South Alabama and then Texas State. So definitely looking forward to those games. But again, conference play will be Friday at Arkansas State. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll discuss some Bobcat soccer. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. And we're back. Now we're going to jump into Texas State soccer. Texas State soccer is coming off a tough 4-0 loss to South Alabama, but they were still able to clinch a spot in the upcoming conference tournament. During this game, the Bobcats did have some moments of momentum, but they were not able to convert. I mean, only six shots on goal. And the Bobcats will be able to have a chance to redeem themselves tomorrow for senior night. Um, how can the Bobcats bounce back after this loss to South Alabama? Um, before I answer that question, I know y'all got the famous Reddick recap of Monday's BCR, so I'll keep my input, you know, a little short and simple, but the Bobcats couldn't get it done this past weekend against the tough, undefeated South Alabama team. The Jaguars have won the last three meetings and even recorded a shutout sweep in all, all of them last season. And I read that the only time Texas State beat South Alabama was September 13th, 2018, which is pretty crazy because that was like five years ago. Um, although the Bobcats weren't held to four shots they like you said uh taylor they only held to four shots and just two on frame who huge shout outs to zoe jr for having both shots on goal in the second half olivia wright with attempting two shots and caitlin draper girl she's been on fire this whole season she's been recording she recorded three saves between the posts giving her 51 stops on the season so huge shouties to that girl but they can most definitely come back from this loss by just utilizing all of their players you know what I mean I understand it's senior night and obviously the seniors will be playing the majority of the night because it's all for them and I love that but it's their last game before the Sunbelt tourney so you might as well just see who you have and mix up things from there before getting uh, going into the tournament because I don't know if I was a coach I would rather make mistakes now than during the tournament and risk ending your season early knowing you could have done something different I definitely agree. After losing 4-0, I think something has to change, especially this is the last regular season game before the tournament. And going into the tournament, you want to be prepared and know what you're doing. So I think tomorrow it is senior night. I think it's their chance to redeem themselves and build more momentum going into next game for sure. Yeah, um, definitely with being a senior night tomorrow, like it's going to be a game full of emotions. But I know like definitely the seniors are going to be like, OK, like what do we have to do to win this? Because this is our last home game here, like on Texas State, like turf. So for sure. And the Bobcats are definitely ones that put up a fight because when I was at the game two weeks ago when they played Old Dominion, they literally did not score until the second half, like in the 80th minute. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like when they scored in the 80th minute, they got another goal back to back. So the Bobcats are showing that they can battle. So hopefully they just continue this tomorrow and senior night. 
Yeah, I have a good feeling about tomorrow night's game versus Southern Miss. The Bobcats beat them the last time they met last year. So I have a really strong feeling, and I have full faith in this team that they'll keep their winning streak alive. Yeah, and again, the Bobcats will play at Bobcat Soccer Complex tomorrow against Southern Miss, and then the Sunbelt Conference Tournament starts on October 30th, so looking forward to that. Now, moving on, we're going to get into our Tuesday tally. Now, the question for yesterday was, who is the top team going into the 2023-2024 NBA season? And so Audrey is pulling those results up right now. All right, y'all, so if y'all didn't check it out on KTSW, wait, KTSW Sports Instagram. We posted a poll yesterday around the afternoon time. If you didn't get to see it, that's totally okay. Like Taylor said, the question was the top NBA team for this season. The four options were the Nuggets, the Bucks, the Warriors, and another team. The highest one out of those four was give me another team at 44%. (laughs) Really? Really. The next uh, coming in was obviously in Jokic, we trust, you know, go Nuggets, 28%. It's Giannis time, come on Bucks at 12%. And Chris Ball, comeback Warriors, 16%. I know you're not happy about that, Taylor. So I'm going to let it on you, girl. I I don't agree that the Warriors are the best team coming into this season either anyways. Round of applause. Thank you. Even though I like them still, not giving that credit yet but the right. Nuggets are definitely my my top team going into this season I mean their starting five is absolutely lethal their bench I don't think their bench isn't as good is as good as last season but you know having Jokic the king there <laughs> right. and you know just coming off their postseason and seeing them play against the Lakers yesterday I mean all five of their starters got double digits and they're back with the best player best two-man game and I think the best starting lineup in the league right now okay can I say something speaking of the Lakers like okay I was just doing my my daily recap (laughs) of last night and Yes, I do agree with literally everything that Taylor said. I just hope that the Nuggets is, like, bench, like she said. Like, I mean, starting five remain, like, healthy throughout the season because, you know, not having a bench is really, like, difficult in basketball because, like, trying to add something new to the mix is going to be challenging as well. But speaking of the Lakers, okay, I don't mean to hate, okay? (laughs) But, like... For Anthony Be Davis, <laughs> being Anthony Davis, this man had zero, zero points, points in the, the second, second half. half. Oh. Like, is this the brow? Yes. I expect that out of Anthony Davis. Really? I, like, I mean, these past, whether he's hurt or producing at one moment and not the other, the past few seasons, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know. I guess I expected more out of him for being like, okay, first game of the season. Yeah, we like, saw him get those 17 exactly. points in the first half and you were like, oh okay. yeah, this is going to be good. Like, how is he going to finish? I nope. was kind of, I was just shocked. Yeah, that, that, that's my rant shook. about, literally. But, Yeah. Okay, who is your top team going into the season? Is it also the Nuggets for you? Okay, I would say the Nuggets. Like, yes, I voted the Nuggets. But, of (laughs) course, I would love, just love to see how Giannis... I I keep saying this, like how Giannis and Dame, how they're going to work out together this year. And then... The Celtics. I just need something out of Jason Tatum. It is year seven for him. Like, come on. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm just... I'm excited. NBA season is here. (laughs) Well, okay. I am going to be honest. When I voted on the poll, I was like, I I, I don't know NBA, as y'all know. Um, But I picked Give Me Another Team. But after, like, actually processing everything, I definitely think the Nuggets are the best going in. They 
have been doing an outstanding job. Um, I'm going to start watching NBA this season, Yay. so um, maybe you'll hear more from me on that. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But that's that's how I feel. I have like a top five like list of teams that I support. Just at random, honestly, <laughs> it's such a random list. So pretty colors, oh God. <laughs> yeah, like exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with Karis. Now that like I'm in the room with like the two biggest basketball fans that I know at the moment, I'm like I'm changing my opinion, but I am gonna say what I want to say. But I just want to put out there, I, the Nuggets for sure. I mean, the season that they had last season, hello, they won the NBA Finals championship too. I don't know, that was crazy. I don't know NBA either, so this is <laughs> off of a limb, but. I know, this, I know this one's a little out there. I don't know many people in general or on staff who like this team. So feel free to tell me why. Maybe because I'm different. But I got Dallas Mavericks. All right. I know. Okay, okay. Paxton, okay, Paxton's a Mavs, Mavs fan. Okay, thank God. Because I did not want to be the only one. <laughs> they, they play the Spurs tonight. That'll yeah. Yeah. We do. Which, who, do. who do y'all have? I know I Kehlani. Mavs, Kehlani, you're, you're a San Antonio. Fan. I'm a Spurs fan. Is there beef in the room? Ah. Kaylin, go Spurs, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you tune into Bobcat Radio every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try to come on weekly and bring up my Dallas Cowboys in any and every conversation we have. <laughs> that will not be happening today, by the way. So with that being said, I'm a huge Dallas-loving girl, and it just makes sense for me to root for the Dallas Mavericks. Plus, with Kyrie's trade You're earlier this El year. You're from El Paso. I don't I understand am. this. It's because like, there's like nothing the out there. So it's, it's Girl, we're not going to get into that. But <laughs> sports-wise. We got the Chihuahuas in the minors for Utah. A minor All right. League. I'm like, I'm <laughs> talking about professional. We have minor league. Yeah. We have a minor league team. Major. Give us a couple years and then we'll get like a major league team. <laughs> anyway. We've been waiting for Austin to have some sort of major league team and it still hasn't happened. No, that's so. actually crazy. Like Houston, Dallas, Austin, you'd think like the top three cities in yeah. Texas would have that. No, maybe it's a work in progress. I think it is. Probably. They really only have their like club soccer team over there. I'm pretty sure. Who? Austin. Austin. Yeah, that's it. Austin Probably. FC, yeah. But I know lots of people want to see the Kyrie and Luca duo, like see what they can bring to the table this year. And y'all know me. I absolutely love my stats. So here's what I've gathered. Last season, Luca was the second highest player in the NBA to average about 32.4 points per game in the regular season, six in assists, averaging at eight per game, and standing at 74.2% free throw percentage. All sounds good and dandy to meet TBH and everything. And everyone everyone knows about Kyrie's legacy, to be honest. But the Mavs came in at 11th place in the Western Division, right below Oklahoma City Thunder. So I strongly believe they will crawl their way back up to the uh, top five standing like they did the season prior. So, I mean, Luka Doncic and Grant Williams are like the only ones on the team that are on contract till the 2025 season. But I mean, Luka is so good and he's only 24 years old. Keep in mind, like same thing. Mm -hmm. I was just tall. Yeah. yeah. Really, really tall guy. Dude. Yeah. He was on the cover for 2K last. I swear I've seen him in. Am I wrong or have I seen him in a Rockets jersey before? I think he's only been with the Mavs. No, you have been with the Mavs. You have not <laughs> Which, seen it. <laughs> okay, no, 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 wait. There, there's like a Mavericks player who has been who has been in a Rockets jersey. Am I wrong? I don't okay, know what I'm, to look up for that. Okay, I'm just okay. I swear, <laughs> I saw that before, but never mind. Let me just take a step back. I don't know I'm anything. Can I, can I bring up one more team? 
Okay. Yes, of course. One more team that I think will be like very surprising this year is the Utah Jazz. And it's only because they have a what? really like young, exactly. You said what? <laughs> Who, what? But like Who? these players that they all have put together, they have Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, and they um, have Lori Marketing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And John Collins got traded over the summer, and that's going to be great, like, defensively. Like, this is going to be a team that is just going to go down to defense and fight every, like, game. So I'm I'm excited to see what yes, they do. Cares. <laughs> so yes. I, we just got, okay, we got a whole ton of news <laughs> coming back. Um, yeah, uh, it's Bobin, who was on the, who, he's on the Rockets now, but he played for the Mavs. <laughs> and then... Christian Wood. <laughs> oh okay. Okay. Now they're just saying random things, but they make um, me look silly, y'all. Um, yeah, they're they're making me look ridiculous. <laughs> but anyways, that's that's the answer to that question that I had. So thanks, guys. Well, another game we saw last night was the Warriors versus the Suns. Kalani, mm. were you? Did you get a chance to watch that? Um, I wasn't very as tuned in. If I'm being honest, I yeah. was just more gonna be excited, but like. Bradley Bill, I just love the way this man plays, like defensively, offensively. But like he didn't get to play last yeah. night, so I kind of really didn't watch. But how, how do you feel, Taylor? I mean, Suns, Suns didn't have Bradley Beal. Uh, Warriors didn't have Draymond Green, which was tough. But I mean, Devin Booker, <laughs> 21 points in the first half alone. And he had the final assist of a game to secure the victory for Phoenix. The thing for Warriors was their shooting. You can't have Steph go four for 14, Clay three for 11, and Chris Paul over six. <laughs> and the Warriors are going to win. They're a shooting team. And I think I don't even think Andrew Wiggins had a three on the night either. And we know the Golden State Warriors shoot. And if they're not producing on shooting, they're not going to win. Exactly. I think I saw a recap of like... <sighs> I don't know. Somebody was shooting and then they got the ball and then Chris Ball tried to shoot. The three didn't go in and they sh took it back, gave it back to Steph. And it was just like a fell attempt after attempt. And I'm just like, what is happening to this Golden State? I don't know. But like, as you said, um, Taylor is a, a Golden State fan, but she loves Devin because she was irritated last night because she yes. did not want him to shoot the last shot. No, every time he would get the ball in the fourth quarter, I was like, Devin, <laughs> this is the only time I want you to miss a shot right now, please. Yeah, but like they pulled it out. Um, Kevin Durant, I'm surprised like he like just looking stat wise like he didn't go off. I don't know. Like I was expecting more. I, I don't know. I keep expecting more from these people, but I'm like, OK, it's only game one. But like. We, I mean, another player for the Suns that didn't really produce was Grayson Allen. Yeah, he's this, mm -mm. this is his first season with the Suns. Uh, not a big fan of him, but I think he was like 0 for 5 or 0 for 6 on yeah. threes and just another person that didn't really do anything on the court last night shooting-wise, which was tough. But, you know, moving on from NBA basketball, I want to get into the MLB a little <laughs> bit. You know, <laughs> Last night, the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies 4-2, and they're in the World Series, so now we're going to see Rangers versus Diamondbacks. This was an unexpected matchup for me, but I just remember Kobe saying that Joey called it. I don't know how he did, <laughs> but he did. He's from the future, bro. Apparently he's a sidekick. Oh Can <laughs> I want to just talk about this real quick. <laughs> I, I have been disappointed so many times, but I've never been more disappointed about the turnout of the of the Astro and Rangers game. Yeah, you guys I mean, got they were slaughtered. so they were so excited to put Javier in there for, for our first. I've never seen a pitcher get pulled out so much like 
faster. Like <laughs> fourth pitch and he's letting he's letting somebody run. Like that's crazy. And then they let three runs go through in the first inning. Like I mm, mm, I I've never seen like I said, I should have just turned off the TV after those first three runs I, because I just kept watching and I watched all the way up till they got to 11 points. And I'm like, you're kidding. You're, <laughs> runs. you're kidding. Runs. I will say Garcia is a great player with grit. No doubt. No doubt about that. Um, but they fought hard and I'm glad Dallas gets a sports win because, Woo-hoo. you know, the Cowboys don't do it for them and neither will the Mavs. So Girls, I mean, don't even get me started on the Cowboys. They didn't play this week. Although Proceed. I, I, <laughs> I am rooting for the Diamondbacks. Maybe there's a little, you are, you're rooting for them. Or do you, just yeah. you think they're going to win the world. Series? I'm rooting for them. Okay. As, I, as far as winning the world series, it's definitely going to seven games. I think because you don't like the Rangers or because I think it's because I don't like yeah. the Rangers. <laughs> like, I think I think the Ranger fans just really just... Uh, I think the Rangers are going to win in six games. I agree. I think Definitely. they're going to hit and hit. It's what they've done all season. Bruce Bochy, everyone wants to talk about their pitching, but they've proved themselves in the postseason, and Bruce Bochy has done a great job managing this team, and I don't think the Diamondbacks will come out in this one. I think I think they will. If I'm being complete... Honest. Oh, please do. Share your I, I love your opinion. I did not like tune into this game. Like I literally just okay, I Googled as like Astros and Rangers game. And then other than that, like I kept what up with it, like on our, our social media our sports chat. And then Karis's <laughs> like snap story because it was entertainment. But like <laughs> I said this day in Claus of the Wall last week, like I don't know. And like Paxton kind of touched on this, like like after a team winning so many times, it's kind of like Okay, you want somebody All right, isn't new. isn't there like a basketball team that's won so many times? Okay, yes, but like Golden State, isn't like in the room, a fan in the room, Golden right State, now. but like they didn't happen these last two years. Am I correct? No, it did not. So like. I don't know. It's it's time. Something new, a little... It's like, new. It's exciting. I will exactly. agree. So I'm going to go with the Rangers because I did want the Phillies to win because I'm a big Bryce Harper fan. But, you know, we're going to go Rangers. Keep it Texas. I mean, like, also Dusty Baker's Texas. leaving the Astros as a manager. Really? Yes. Yeah. He's he's done. <laughs> so I'm really so excited. Iconic. Like, I'm sorry. Iconic, but it's time. It's It really uh-huh. is time for him to go. I Although... I, I love Dusty Baker. I think he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to step on some toes here, but I'm excited to see who's coming in after him. Um, I think there's like prediction that uh, the Astros bench coach is going to step up, but who knows? We'll see. Some people are like a- bringing back AJ Hicks, the manager who led uh, the, the steal, the pitching stealing signs yeah. scandal. So, Ooh. um, I don't think that's a good idea <laughs> because not. we are because as an Astros fan, you already hear, well, bang the trash cans, all, all this stuff. <laughs> so I just don't want to bring him back personally because, you know, that's that. I mean, we shouldn't. You know but. what, Karis? I have a question for you, actually. Yeah. You as an Astro <laughs> fan, how do you feel about all this hate towards your team? <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, I'm asking you. 
because this is how the Dallas Cowboy fans feel every single week when y'all bring it up on VCR when I'm here. So I want to know how you feel because I see all the memes. We were talking about it last night. Me, Karis, and another... It's funny, but get some new material, please. (laughs) I'm gasped. I I can't even say anything. Um, What did you want to bring up earlier? Your mascot. Oh, yes. We were talking about off air. What is y'all's favorite like sports mascot? Sports all across the board. Any college. I personally, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I do like the Chicago Bulls mascot. I don't, I Benny the Bull. Benny. Yes, Benny the Bull. Yeah. I think he's funny. Um, there's so, the he's social reckless. media team is doing great, like I with him. Um, but I I love Orbit. He's just so cute. <laughs> one one of my favorite ones is the Orlando Magic. I think his name's Stuff the Magic Dragon. That one's so oh. funny. And I just have like memories growing up of like Aaron Gordon in the dunk contest, like dunking over him, like in the seat. Iconic. And the Iconic. the mascot's always going crazy during the game. So that one that one's a good one. Orbit's just cute. I'm not a Houston Astros fan at all, but I mean, he's cute. we were talking about it last night, me and Karis, and he's just adorable. Those memes that are coming out about him are <laughs> so sad. They just look so funny. He just looks so defeated as the Astros were. I don't know. I always just grew up with the Spurs Coyote, and he's He's, he's kind of ugly. Oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna um, lie. At least he doesn't look like Boko with the new <gasps> Oh. Because whatever. Wow, like, that's another conversation for another time. I will say Dallas is unoriginal with their two horses, but I mean, <laughs> not the Cowboys though. That's okay. We got Rowdy. Thanks. It's okay. It's also a guy, so I don't know. Uh, the weather. <laughs> as much as, yeah, as much as we would love to continue talking, uh, let's throw it to Karis with the weather. Okay, so right now it is mostly cloudy and it is 78 degrees outside in San Marcos with a high of 85 and a low of 72. There's a 20% chance of rain at 12 p.m. and 1 p.m. It's also supposed to be windy throughout the rest of the day after 2 um, and it's going to reach 84 degrees uh, tomorrow, there's an 80% chance of rain with a high of 81, low of 70. And then on Friday, another 50% chance of rain, high oh, of 82, low of 72. So break out those raincoats or those umbrellas. Uh, we're getting some rain. So that's a little bit exciting, though. <laughs> okay. Rain and humidity. Lovely. Oh, my God. Great. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Don't worry. We'll have you covered again on Friday with another edition of Bobcat Radio. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and want to continue to hear more, then make sure to keep up with us at KTSW Sports on all social media. For Karis Lay, Kalani De Luna, and Audrey Pasillas, I'm Taylor Quinn, and thank you for listening to this episode of Bobcat Radio.